You didn't. Uh, yep. I thought you learned your lesson. I guess not. Dad, the vultures are back. Okay, kids, you know the drill. Windows up. Gone too far looking for a good deal on gas? Try Price Match, only from BP Me Rewards at participating BP and Amoco stations. Learn more at bp.com slash best price. At First Commonwealth Bank, we know better banking begins with better ways to do the things you need to do. That's why we've made it easy to open a new First Commonwealth checking account with our simple-to-use mobile account opening. Now, the same device you use to talk, text, snap, share, schedule, email, navigate, and watch can help you open a great checking account, too. Visit fcbanking.com from any device and upgrade your digital banking to better with mobile account opening. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. And if you're behind them, that's a sight to see. Because if you look at his buttocks, Uh you'll see blood seeping (gasps) from the buttocks. Oh, my God. You like the drink? Yeah. What is it? It's, uh, Jen found it. It's called the Liquid Plumber. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the hint was... Drano. It tastes like Drano. No, it does not. It's very sour. I hope that you're not speaking from experience. I think it tastes like Sunny D. No. Yes. Tastes like, but like a lemon lime Sunny D. (laughs) All right, let's take some shots. What is it? We must sing. Also, it's a surprise. Do you not know how this bit works? It's like you haven't done this before. I mean, we've only done it 38 other times. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Wait, this isn't 38 times. I think we, this is 39. No. We have... Because we have some part twos. We have... How many part twos? But sometimes two. we did them... We have two part twos. I can't keep track. This is going on... This is going on iTunes as um, episode 40. So we're at 38. Yeah. Wait, no. Yeah, 38. Yeah. Cheers. And we haven't cut each other's shirts yet. No, I just have some stitches in mine, so. Here you go. Ooh. Um, Chambord? No. Oh, that does not go well with the Drano. Deserona? And? Um... Ugh. Ugh. That does not go well with Drano. I put a little bit of sour mix in it. So Ooh, it'd be like Jesus a Christ. sour. That those are actually either. yeah, those are it's good. It's good, but I it like doesn't it. go mm, we're drinking yeah. straight orange juice here. I could just I love that Deserono stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go yeah, well with the it's orange. amaretto, right? Oh well. Alright. That's amaretto. Yeah. Amaretto oh. sours are like one of the my favorite drinks. So good. We could um because we ran out of gin, sadly, correct? Correct. So we could have those when they were done with this. Correct. I like it. I like it. Mm. If that just goes down so smooth, it doesn't even taste like you're drinking booze. Mm-mm. Also this drink, same thing, but Yeah. Mmm. Oh right. So Drano. Yeah. Drano. Oh, we have people to shout out, right? We do. All right. So we do have a couple of new Patreon subscribers to shout out. We have Shelly, not to be confused with Shelby, the small taco. Right. Um, And then we also have a Taco Supremo who joined us, Rose. Oh, right. Rose. Rose. What about Joe? Joe, we already shouted Joe out, I think. I think that was 
the other night. And Joe! Yay! Rose and Joe and Shelly? Yeah. Oh, nice. Welcome, guys. We've got a bunch. So um, it just so happened that everyone, um, you know, we did this little thing where uh, for existing members of Patreon, all we're going to get is stickers uh, of uh, our logo. Now it's going to be only for our Taco Supremos at $5 a month. So um, thanks, guys, for supporting us, and we hope you enjoy all the content on Patreon. Mm, yes. Yes. I really enjoy reading the comments that you guys uh, comment on. Wait. I really enjoy... <laughs> you enjoy really... everything. <laughs> yeah. I do. I, I... Okay. So I'm a little bit of a Patreon troll, not going to lie. <laughs> I read things that I don't always comment. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're getting better. You I did. Am. You did respond about the Mac, and it led you to purchase your MacBook. Yep. Um, and uh, by the way, Grace, thank you for correcting me that that massive cinnamon mun is was not Austin. It was San Antonio, and, that's where and she we was went. there. Yeah, I was there at that restaurant. You were there. Yeah, we went to that restaurant um, when I visited Grace. Oh. oh. Yeah, I actually have a picture. Oh, of I was wondering what she was talking about. Guy. Yeah, it's like it's like a. Three-pound Cinnabon or yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, well, we didn't get the cinna- cinnamon bun. How though. can oh. you go there and not get the Cinnabon? Oh, maybe it wasn't that the restaurant. I don't know. We went to a—is it Magnolia Pancake House? Is that the name of it? I don't know. Because we got pancakes. Yeah, I think that was the restaurant we went to. <gasps> I would have gotten the three-pound do not cinnamon. say pancakes. No. Because you know. Nope, we're not doing it. I think it's already in no. the No, Nope, we're not no. promising it. Stop. I heard someone out there. Oh, stop. You're full of shit. Don't! <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> Speaking of... Uh, dick. <laughs> That's I was like, where are you going with this, Jed? Um, Wait a minute. Well, no, like, so um, I've been corresponding with Rebecca a little bit. She's yeah. been Snapchatting me, and, like, she tagged us in that photo on Facebook. That was pretty cool. Yes, and she um, she did message us back on Patreon, and she would love to be your wing woman. Really? You guys can go out together. Your oh, my God. Line? We'll go out. Oh, I didn't see wing that comment. I didn't troll recently, it was, a pri- it was a private message that she oh. sent to us. I can be your wing woman. I'll dress. I'll, I'll put a wig on and makeup and everything. Really? Okay, well, yeah. we, we can just go. That'd be funny. <laughs> uh, hey, I got some really big news. What's that? I got some big news. Big. Huge. Okay, so you know news how... Huge. You know how we do... What is that, Trump? Yeah. You know how we do Patreon, right? Yeah. By the 22nd of January. So that's Taco Tuesday. Not this Tuesday, but next Tuesday. <laughs> and if you're listening to this next year, you'll be like, what? Anyway, on the 22nd of January, 2019, we are going to migrate from Patreon to talkmurder.com. I'm setting up there because on our own website, we're going to have a complete forum. We're going to have a better communication system because Patreon, like a lot of like we've had two or three members that their membership would they can't log in. They had to create new memberships. Mm. But anyway, so we're going to we're moving over to talkmer.com. It's going to be just like Patreon, but it's going to be there. Better, but better. It's going to be a lot better. Plus, we got T-shirts coming. So anyone that's a Taco Supremo will get a T-shirt. The exclusive Taco Supremo t-shirts that Nicole made. 
and we're gonna grandfather in yeah. everybody. Yeah, and every every current taco, every current taco, small or large. Every and it is the thing. If you're listening to this and you were thinking about joining, we're grandfathering in every taco that's in our Patreon now, small. And large. Now, we're only doing t-shirts for Taco Supremos, but everyone's going to, for the current Taco Supremos, or anyone that joins Taco Supremo now, everyone in the Patreon will be grandfathered in. If you are in the Patreon by Taco Tuesday, January 22nd. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Now, the Taco Supremos will get the t-shirt when it comes out. But if you just want to get in there real quick... Donate a dollar or five dollars on patreon.com slash talk murder and we'll grandfather you in because after that it's going to be forty dollars a year, but not for the guys that are in before January 22nd. Which is actually a good deal because it's cheaper for those who yeah. are going to sign up for a five dollar a month as a Taco yeah. Supremo. It actually works out to be less expensive. Mm-hmm. It, it works out a less expensive for and everything. And you get so. a t shirt. Yeah, the t shirts do cost things. a lot of money. So there's a lot of perks included in it. It's completely worth it. I mean, yeah, we, I yeah. mean, just the I mean, T-shirt alone, you could pay exactly. You could pay twenty-five dollars. You'll be just getting for a yeah. T-shirt. You'll be getting the, t- the T-shirt for free. You'll be getting stickers. <clears throat> Once we get more and more merch, we'll send you coupons. We'll give you exclusive deals everywhere else. Plus, you get all the forums. I'm, I'm adding a complete forum on there. You can post anything you like. We could do like local meetups. Any, it's going to be a exclusive Ooh, be on Taco mm. or excuse me. On talkmer.com. But if, you, if you're a taco right now or you, you're thinking about it, join because we'll grandfather you in. But you got to do it right now. If you're listening to this and you're not driving you your car, it, do it because just stop. If just you, pump yeah, the brakes right because now. Because as the 22nd, inside. if you're not grandfathered in, it's going to be $40 a year, which is still a great price it is because good. of all the sh- stuff we're given. It's yeah. still a great price. So go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash talk murder. Donate $5 or grandfather you in. But do it now because I'm serious. And I know I'm going to get emails about this. John, please, please. I was going to do it. And then I can't do that. Do it now. That's right. And we love you. We're doing it because yeah. we love you guys. Yeah, we do. couldn't do this without yeah. you. Yeah. Cherish is the word I would use to describe. <laughs> there you go. You don't know how many times I wish that I don't oh, know. That doesn't really apply to you guys. I don't need to hold you, but we do cherish you guys for sure. Um, and we couldn't do this without you. Yeah. So where are we going? Very exciting. This is very exciting stuff. Yeah. So where are we going, Jen? Where are we going? Who are we killing? Florida. So the tonight's hint was Drano. What no. made you pick Florida, Jen? Um, I don't know. When I think. Someone trying to kill someone with Drano. I thought it was kind of like a. Why do you think someone's trying to kill somebody with Drano? Okay, we're. This you is, guys always make it. You know that this podcast is called Talk Murder. I know, Jim, but right? like you're right. Cinnamon, so, I mean, cinnamon buns was like a very minute detail. I mean, so the person could have been buying Drano at a hardware store or something, but I I did cinnamon buns. It was minute and it was a stretch because I wanted some damn cinnamon buns, and y'all didn't even making the cinnamon so buns. So what was, I was what's pretty... the point of Drano? You want me to go clean the bathroom later? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Speaking of cleaning the bathroom, I stepped in a puddle with my That's socks what on. That noise was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were you concerned? I was a little bit. I was. I was so mad because I was a it's one... worried about what that sound was coming from. <laughs> 
It's one thing to step. <laughs> it's one thing to step in a puddle with bare feet, but like when you have socks on, it's yeah, gr- it's even that worse. Sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Um, All right, Nicole. Where are we going? Who are we can? Wait, Jen hasn't finished. Oh. Um. Well, I was gonna say like I can pick up some cinnamon buns before I go to work tomorrow. If you I want. want pancakes. We will discuss the pancakes later. Yes. We are not making any promises though. And so just because we've said it does not mean that you're automatically going. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. I think we're going to Florida in 1976. I think that someone ingests Drano. Like as a poison yeah. kind of a thing? I think we're going to Virginia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another redneck state. Yeah, I know. I was going to say West Virginia. I was like, was that too stereotypical? Country roads take take me home to to the place that I belong. West Virginia, mountain mama, take me home, country roads. Um... So I'm going to say just Virginia. I'm going to say this is a 1992 Mm. case. You know what I don't understand? Mm. The Virginia is for lovers. I don't either. I really don't get that at all. I don't get it. Because they want to make sure that people don't think it's West Virginia's for lovers. Because that means you're doing your... Cousin. Cousin. (laughs) We talked about that in one episode and I said something really offensive. (laughs) I remember being like... Oh, God, I hope we have no listeners. I don't West think Virginia. we do, but um, I don't know. Like, what? Can someone please explain? Yeah. If anyone is from Virginia, like, why is it Virginia's for Or lovers? even if you're just not weird, even if you're not from Virginia and you understand what it's about, can you please explain? Is it because Virginia, like virgin? Or like vagina. Oh, maybe. <laughs> vagina. Oh, vagina. <laughs> vagina. Like, I don't get it. All right. Let's know. let's see that vagina. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So I think um, the Drano. I don't know. You're making me feel like I need to think outside the box. Okay. I think the murderer in this case is a plumber. Oh. Oh, nice. We're both wrong. Yeah, but those are still good guesses. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so tonight's episode is for a Taco Supremo. Oh! If you want to read this. Oh, oh, here we go. Hi, John. I am taking you up on the offer for an event that took place near me in Kansas City. Oh! I was wondering if you could cover Robert Andrew Berdella Jr., a serial killer known as the Kansas City Butcher and the Collector. (gasps) Oh, the Collector. From what I have heard, he was pretty twisted when it came to his murders. I hope you can find enough about these murders since they were over 30 years ago. Thanks for all the hard work you put into this Thanks for all the hard work you put in for each episode, Lauren. Oh, cool. Thanks, Lauren. Lauren. Our first uh, video. video. Yeah. So, Lauren, I... The Collector. That reminds me of the Well, I responded back to her. And The Bone Collector is now on Netflix. We watched it last time. Oh, what is that? It's with um, Angelina Jolie and Denzel Washington. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was good. Um, So, I responded to Lauren and I said, ooh, The Collector. That sounds pretty interesting. Wait, so was this the tax collector? 
Let me no. tell you what you can be. Because I'm the tax man. Yeah, I'm the tax man. Oh, I, that was really off. I have to redo that. Can okay. we redo it, please? Go. No, no. I sent an email back and said, the collector sounds pretty interesting. Little did I know, um, our, some of our tacos are pretty twisted if to be requesting a story like this. Uh-oh. <laughs> Is this going to be... Wait, hang on. Claire... Just disclaimer, is this going to be better or uh, there's no better. Is this going to be worse than Richard than the, Trenton Chase? The, the vampire? vampire? No. Okay. Uh, I don't I think mean, that's hard yeah. to be. Yeah, that's, that, that was, was probably twisted. the most fucked up episode we've ta- ever done. Yeah, I'm a tax man. Oh shit. Mm. All right, man. you lost your privilege. All right, let's go. Eh. So, we're getting there. This story mm. is fucking crazy. So, we're going 1988. Okay. Oh, I said 92. What did you say? 76. Kind of met in the middle there. Yeah. Picture yourself. Okay. okay. You're in the suburbs of Kansas. Kansas City. Kansas City. Missouri. 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 I've been there. Not Kansas. What do you mean? Kansas City, Missouri. Not Kansas this is City, Kansas. Kansas. Well, all right. Well, Lawrence well, or Kansas City, okay. Missouri. So to be, is this okay. Missouri okay. or okay. Kansas? Let me just settle this right now. Kansas City Ugh. is one city divided by state lines. Yes. So it could. So so it's the same Kansas City, but depending on what street you're standing on, like with um one, with um uh, one of our tacos, Kristen, I went to go visit Kristen in Kansas City, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um. We were literally, like, we were driving around, and, because uh, she was living there, she was working in Kansas City, and we were on a street where one side of the street was Kansas, and the other side of the street was Missouri. So it depends. That's cool. All right. Well, where, what state does this take place in, John? Which, what's the majority here? Both. This is uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Uh-huh. That's so weird. I don't understand that. Anyway, let me uh, show Even you. just explained it. Uh-huh. Jen just explained I wasn't it. listening. Let me show you the <laughs> actual street. Let, let's look at the Google Earth. So I'll put the uh, Google Earth thing on Patreon. So we're going to Kansas City, Missouri, which the part we're going is right on the border of Kansas and Missouri. Mm-hmm. Jen explained that earlier. It's April 2nd, 1988. It's noontime. Now, this is a nice neighborhood in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Missouri? Kansas yes. City, Missouri, yeah. If I say Kansas or Missouri, it's the same thing. Whatever. I don't know. You know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's right there. It's freaking in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. It's hot as shit. It's April. Okay. Quiet. You may hear some construction or whatever. And all of a sudden, you see a sight that you have never, ever would ever see. Not even in the movies. The, The directors aren't even creative enough to make this happen. This scene happen. Oh, we're off to a good start. Everyone looks out their window. Mm-hmm. These houses are pretty close together. All of a sudden, you like the neighbor is like, you know, he he's like, "What the shit? What am I seeing?" And he kind of like does a double take mm-hmm. because running in the middle of the street is a man who is butt naked. Oh God. What? <laughs> with a dog collar on. Uh oh. Oh shit. And he's like, running full speed. Like a, a true collar that's meant for a dog? Or are you talking a like a BDSM dog BDSM collar? dog collar. So I'm thinking oh. like leather strap with spikes. At one point it was attached to his hands. 
So his hands were tied with rope. Mm -hmm. So there's still rope dangling from the dog collar. He's running. Now he's running into cars and and tripping and falling because he's like he can't even see. So he's butt naked and he's blind. He's blind? blind. Yeah, he can't even see where he's going. He's tripping all over Wait, the place. He, as in he has a blindfold on or he's like actually blind? No, he is no blindfold. He just cannot see where the hell he's going. Did he get his eyes gouged out? He runs to the neighbor's house. And if you're behind him, that's the sight to see. Because if you look at his buttocks, Uh-oh. it's all, you'll see blood <gasps> seeping from <gasps> the buttocks oh my God. on like his- top of the dried blood that has been stained there. Oh, uh, um, as in it's coming from his anus? Yeah, so he's like dropping blood all over the side his, street. From his butthole. Yeah, from his booty hole. Oh. And it's like, he's, all right, so oh. pictures naked guy. It's like no. No frantically thing. running, tripping all over the place. Although it is ironic that we just watched yeah. Pulp Fiction and yeah. this is reminding yeah, me very literally. much of that. Yeah. As, soon as, you said, as soon as you said yeah. BDSM dog collar, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. So he runs and he knocks on the neighbor. Now, think about it, if you're the neighbor... Okay, oh and God. you're like, what the fuck? What well, do you say? How you can I help said, you? Like, the, well, that's what I said to Barbara, the yeah. 85 year old lady who walked you? in our house. Um, yeah, but she wasn't butt naked with a doll collar. No, but she might as well have been. She was a stranger. Not to say that we welcome butt naked strangers. And I would just don't come to yeah. our house. So he's like knocking on the door, and I would. I don't even think I would open the door. <laughs> I'd be like, go, go to the next house. <laughs> I don't think I would open. Maybe they would open the door. I, yeah. I would. Like, I would. I don't know if I would open the door, but I would probably call nine one one. Yeah. I mean, I definitely would call nine one one, but I don't think I would open the door. Is that bad? Um, because you don't know if they're gonna hurt you. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think it would depend on the situation. Well, he is and screaming best help. Judgment. He's like screaming help, help me, anyone. You know. Yeah. Okay, you know what I probably would would do. I probably wouldn't let them in my house, but I would probably step outside. Yeah. And try you would to, step outside with a naked dude bleeding. From I would his give him a blanket, booty hole. And I would it, call nine one one, and then possibly, depending on the situation, if I have assessed that there are no weapons on the person, maybe go outside. Well, I don't know what he could be carrying if his hands are tied in front of him and he's naked. No, True. his hands aren't tied anymore. Oh, they were tied, so he still has the remnants of where he was bound from a rope. Oh. That was his hands were tied, and then his hands were tied. With a connecting rope to the doll collar, oh. so like in front of them, and and you see the connector, but it has been severed. Oh, okay. So he's you know that he escaped. Yeah. From <laughs> now, this isn't like a. There's no BDSM sex clubs around. This is the middle of the freaking suburbs. This is like Mount Pleasant. <laughs> like I know this is exactly what <laughs> yeah. I'm picturing. This like is like your neighbors. Yeah, running down your neighbors street. are old timers. There may be a nice young couple married, like just normal people. Baby and there's this guy, pushers. like freaking yeah. with a dog collar, running butt naked, like wiener flapping everything. Is blood <laughs> like, dripping out of his asshole. Yeah, covered in blood. Got it. Thanks. All right. Quite the visual. So I, I do want to point You're out again, this it. is a story for Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, you sick son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, I was like, like, yeah. She made him do this. I mean, well, no, she wants us I, to she, cover this story. I know, well, but she I mean, knows what this was. Lauren, you know. She knows what this you know was. She wanted the shock value. Be. That's right. Yeah. She, she wanted, wanted the, the. She wanted clickbait. Yeah. She, like, I don't well, know. Well, that's not bad for us when you think oh, about it. Thanks, Lauren, for clickbait. But I was like, oh, yeah, the collector. 
The Collector. Wow, that sounds very interesting. Then I started reading the story. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> was he collecting men like this? Um. All right. So was he collecting eyeballs? No, he goes. Ooh. We already had one of those stories. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, it could be eyeballs. Because I asked if he had his eyes gouged out, and then he moved to the next mm. subject and did not answer my You're question. Right something. Okay. Now this is. Because obviously the police come, they talk to this guy, and they're like, all right, what are you doing? And this is a 22-year-old. Oh, he's young. I, he's young. Young For some guy. reason, I was picturing, like, a, a crazy old, old man. No, he's young. No, his I name is... Uh, like 40. His name is Christopher Bryson. He he is a male prostitute, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he's going to change career paths after Probably. this. Probably. Yes, I would assume. Yeah. Okay, so he he's got a story to tell, mm-hmm. and actually, I hope so. We're going to hear him oh, in his shit. own words oh tell God. what happened. <gasps> yeah, I got a video of it. Wow. Yeah. So right. it's um, it's pretty interesting. I I, I hope I did a ju- some justice there. Yeah. But so he tells the police, he's like, "Listen, you guys ain't gonna believe this. I was locked up." In someone's basement. Uh, oh my god, this has reminded me of Pulp Fiction. <laughs> okay, for five days, I was tortured. And he's gonna, we're gonna play the clip where he says it, but he tells the cops, while his, the one that captured him was at work, because he works a normal day job, Chris Bryson didn't know if his captor was captor, right? Yeah. He didn't know if his captor was gone or in the house. When he leaves, he turns the TV up real loud just so his captive, his one in captive or whatever, doesn't know whether he's here or gone. But luckily, on this day, around noontime, he was gone. And Chris Bryson actually freed himself. And I'll get into how he did that. Mm. He kind of... He kind of MacGyvered it with some matches that he stole. It was actually really interesting that he got out. And I'm sure he was very lucky that he did. Well, he was in the the, basement, completely dark. You're being Mm. tortured for five days. And I'm about to get into what being tortured Mm, means. There's no light whatsoever. He finally gets his hands free because he burns these ropes with some matches. He probably does it with his teeth. He burns them. He's free. But now what? You got the door because obviously the door's locked. I mean, yeah. you guys seen movies where they, you know, like that movie, The Dead Room Bolt or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the deadbolt. So the door's locked. There's no light. And he can't see. And he can't see. Now he can, he's not completely blind, but he's pretty blind. What were they like maced out? You're going to get to that. Yeah, I'll get to that. But so. He Stop luckily about the blindness. He <laughs> luckily tears down this poster. I'm just that's, trying to picture it in my head, and I can't get a full picture of why he can't. Right, see. Do you picture a naked guy bleeding from his butthole? Oh, no, I've been picturing that, and my butt <laughs> is now inadvertently clenching just thinking about it. Like, oh no. Okay, so he Don't tears down this poster in this in this basement. Stuff's coming to come out of there. Not supposed to go. And luckily, he sees a, a ray of light. Like, oh my god, there's a window here. There's oh. a freaking window here. Mm-hmm. He climbs up. He gets a, and the window's freaking unlocked. He oh wow unlocks the window. Lucky. Now there's two big dogs Uh-oh. in this house. He hears them barking all the time. Uh oh. And the one that captured him, that put him in this situation, 
has told him repeatedly, I've got two big dogs and they'll shred you alive. You try to escape. He looks out the window and he notices there's a drop. He's actually on the second story. So if he was to jump, he'd probably break his legs. Huh. But it's either you stay there. Or, yeah, you got to take your chances. Or you jump. Now, if he jumps, which he ended up doing, the dogs might be out there. He doesn't know where he's at, really. Yeah. Was, he there could, a, was there a fence then around the perimeter of the property? Um, It's like a little alley between the houses. Mm-hmm. So these houses are pretty close together. If he was to jump out, he'd hit the ground, but it's probably maybe six feet, maybe eight feet. It'll hurt. Yeah. But at this point, whatever, take it. Yeah. So he basically jumps out. And luckily, he just bruises his leg, but he ain't even think about that. Yep. Okay, he takes off running. And the first neighbor he sees, he's safe. Now, he tells the cops, I got the matches because the one who captured me, Bob Berdella, Robert Berdella, we'll call him Bob. I mean, he goes by either. Would actually give him cigarettes. And that's how he like got the matches? To boost his morale. And he was smoking one day with Bob, and he grabbed the matches. So that's how he got free. Wow. If he wouldn't have got free, he wouldn't have been the last victim. But he was the last victim, and the only one that survived. Ooh. This isn't the out, first... Out of how many? This wasn't the first rodeo. There were... No one knows for sure. But... Confirmed? Confirmed six. Wow. Oh. Five or six, maybe maybe as much as 13 or 14. Wow. But no one knows, and no one will ever know. The cops, he's he's like, tell me what happened. And he goes through this whole story of how he met this guy named Bob Berdella. Now, Bob Berdella is a character. Bob Berdella, Robert Berdella, mm-hmm. at the time of his arrest, was 39 years old. Now, he was born, in Jan- on, he was born on January 31st, 1941. This guy, he was a normal kid. He was a Catholic kid, and he was in a pretty good family. You can't really say that he was abused or anything like that. It wasn't, you remember Robert Garrow? Mm-hmm. Like, they were throwing bricks at that guy? Yeah. Like oh, it, shit, yeah. Yeah, so he he wasn't really, it was it was kind of just a normal family. Now He, he, was, wa- he did not fit the uh, McDonald triad? No, he did not fit the McDonald triad. Mm-hmm. He was bullied a lot. Now, mm-hmm. that was primarily because he wore these Big ass glasses, like Coke now, bottle. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna try to describe what this guy looks like before I even show you a picture, and I want to see if you guys can get a mental image of him. Okay. There's two things I want. There's two people. <laughs> There's someone right. I'm picturing <laughs> already. Honestly. Okay, no. Yeah. If these two people from Office Space, uh, yes. Well, Milton, is that you talking <laughs> Bubbles. I'm thinking of Bubbles. Oh, Bubbles. That all right. That's good. Okay. Is that a good? Well, this, this is the one I had. All right. Okay, Picture all right. this. If these, if if these two men don't don't for, don't worry about the logistics of how they would have a baby, but if yeah. these two men would uh, have a baby somehow, it would make old Bob Berdella. So picture on your right side of your brain, Ron Jeremy. Ew. Okay. I hope how many, on, I hope he ew. never pre- now, procreated. On the left side of your brain, and we're gonna push them together, push the images together. Uh-uh. Okay. You got Ron Jeremy over here, and on the left side you got Pablo Escobar. 
And you, <laughs> I actually do look kind of alike. And you push those together, and you have Bob Verdella. I don't know what Pablo Escobar looks like. Are you he serious? kind of looks like Ron Jeremy, actually, but just a Latin version. All right, let me show you this guy. Um, although, can I just say this is not obviously to Jen, but maybe you would know. Why would someone as fucking ugly as Ron Jeremy be successful in porn? Do you mean answer that seriously? Yeah. Because he's got like a fucking 12 inch dick. Like, <laughs> But he's gross. Like who would ever want to watch that? That's disgusting. Plus like. Uh... <laughs> there he is. Bob he does look like Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Ron Jeremy plus Pablo Escobar. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Uh, they, oh, this one looks more like Pablo Escobar. This picture of him. Oh. Oh, that's the criminal. Okay. That's Bob Berdella. That's Bob Berdella. Type in, type in, um, what's his name? Yeah, Pablo Escobar. See? He's got the porno stash. They they all had the porno stash. See? Oh, yeah. Look at that guy. Wow, he and looks look at just this. like him. I told yeah. you. That's why I said I you know, show you the picture. Yeah. Now, hopefully huh. this ain't going to bring up a bunch of shit, but. Oh, oh. no, 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 don't, don't, <laughs> Jeremy. don't, 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 no, 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 no. Oh, there he is. <laughs> oh, like him. Yeah, so it looks like Ron Jeremy. Oh, he's so gross. Ew, yeah. Ew. Like, I don't, please don't look at it. Ew. Ew. Can you imagine that guy, like, kissing Ew, him? Please, he, no. like, it actually makes me want to throw up a little bit. I don't care how big somebody's dick is. Like, n- nobody wants to see that naked. Nobody. Hey, look at him. You think he's got any diseases? Probably. I'm sure he's... Ew! That's why... Don't scroll down Ew! I don't want to see it. It's disgusting. Uh, Like that's that's a lot to handle. Yeah, that's like two feet, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Jen, it's like you're um, it's like you're holding up a picture of the fish, like you know, (laughs) like you're describing. Oh, I caught a bass this big. Have you ever seen um, Girls Trip? It's the one with Tiffany Haddish and, like, Queen Latifah. I, no, I don't think so. Oh, there's this scene about grapefruiting that's really funny. But, like, What's grapefruiting? What's grapefruiting? Is that, like, waterboating or motorboating? No. What What's is grapefruiting? Put, type in Girl Shrimp Grapefruit. Just just do it, what please. Do you, just please, tell us what please. it is. It's funny if you tell. Yeah, describe it. Describe it. Okay, so, like, in the movie, like, this... One of the one of the friends like meets this guy and she they go home together and apparently he has like a huge dick and so she's like because she had she hadn't had sex or anything since she had got divorced with her husband so all the girls are like you're gonna get laid this weekend and stuff and so I feel so weird like talking about this <laughs> um, it's fine. so it is better if you describe it don't so um, so Tiffany Haddish. Her character was like, "You need to grapefruit," because she was like, "How am I gonna like fit it all in?" And she was How, like, "She she knew that his dick was that big." Yeah, she was talking about it, and then like she was like, "You you cut off the ends of a grapefruit and cut a hole in the middle, and then you like put it over, and then you like squeeze and like over the penis." Yeah, yeah, you have to watch the video. I can't describe it. All right, let's move on. Maddie's believes nature is beautiful, majestic, serene. But human nature is inventive, intrepid, reckless. Nature says, look how many colors I can fit in a sunset. Human nature says, look how many hot wings I can fit in my mouth. But human nature needs nature. That's why there's Maddie's all-natural acid and indigestion relief. A drug-free remedy for human nature. Available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, and Amazon. 
These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At First Commonwealth Bank, we know better banking begins with better ways to do the things you need to do. That's why we've made it easy to open a new First Commonwealth checking account with our simple-to-use mobile account opening. Now, the same device you use to talk, text, snap, share, schedule, email, navigate, and watch can help you open a great checking account, too. Visit fcbanking.com from any device and upgrade your digital banking to better with mobile account opening. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. He was bullied a lot. I don't understand. Like, you're supposed to, like, <sighs> squeeze, like, so it's, like, like, I don't know. Are they doing it to simulate sex on the guy? To simulate, like, because for oral. Like, you, you can't fit it all in. So you put a grapefruit and you like twist and like. Got it. Got it. Okay. But then later, <laughs> but then later. This seems like a waste of a perfectly good grapefruit to me. But then later in the movie. I will never look at a grapefruit. <laughs> later in the movie, she tries it and like she gets like grapefruit juice in the guy's pee hole and it like oh, burns and it's like sting. wicked funny. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they make pills that make your, your uh, semen taste like grapefruit and cherries and what? stuff. Yeah. It, it makes it taste like cherries and strawberries. and You could just eat pineapple. You, Why would you, you could, order those pills? Or you can just eat a lot of it, and I think it does. Well, I don't know. I'm well, I don't know either. All right, anyway. Now, at 16, he started to lose faith in Catholicism. Around this time, his father, which was very influential on him. Well, he's gay, isn't he? Why would you say he's gay? Because there's a male prostitute in his face. <laughs> well played. A dog choker, right. and there's blood dripping out of his ass. All right. So okay. his father died of a heart attack, which he was very influential on him. Now, his mother remarried just literally months later oh. after the father died. Uh-huh. And he That's wasn't fishy. He mm-hmm. wasn't done um, grieving over this. You know, he, he wasn't done with the grieving process. Uh-huh. So he resented the mother. And the new stepfather immediately. And there was problems right there. And that's when he started losing faith in Catholicism. And at 16, he actually worked as a short order cook. And he was sexually molested by a male co-worker. Around this time, he started losing his faith. And he started to realize he's gay. Right? Mm-hmm. So okay. he's truly gay, not just a result of yeah. the molestation. Well, so here's how you know I was I mean? picturing it. Like, I maybe he was giving off signs and he didn't realize he was. Like, he if he didn't realize he was gay, he was just giving off signs. And then the male co-worker took, well, took, advantage, took of advantage of it because he picked up on that or whatever. Mm. That, that's kind of what Could I be. had in my mind. All right. By all accounts, Bob Berdella was actually a really good guy. All of his neighbors <laughs> would say he's a really good guy because these... Male prostitutes, the ones that come to Bob Berdella's house, no one knew they were prostitutes. People, I mean, they may have known they're prostitutes, but Bob Berdella was someone to open his home and accept troubled youth in. So some of the people that, some of the guys that he accepted were like 16 to like 20 years old. Oh, that's fucked up. But, you know, they were... Troubled on drugs, so prostitution. What well, the Similar state to the way he was taken. The advantage. state actually viewed Bobardella and registered him as 
like a um almost like a big brother, like oh, a protector. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he was actually that, I mean, that's that's fucked up. So everyone that came into his home, you know, he was helping get back on the straight and narrow. You know, like, like actually, or <laughs> yeah, and so he was actually. But was he really doing that, or was he just? He was at first, yeah. He was at first. He really was at first. And then it slowly know. turned into molestation. It slowly it turned slowly into turned some into... crazy shit. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. I was trying to pinpoint the exact time this happened because the first time this happened was when he was thirty-five. That was when the first victim came to be. But I don't know. It's most serial killers, like you can see the transition. <laughs> this guy all of a sudden is like all of a sudden, not just all of a sudden. He but, goes from big brother to killer, not just killer, um, rapist, not just rapist. In fact, I Collector. don't even think he was. No, he wasn't interested in just getting off like, oh, like I want to fuck everything. He was interested in like. Like how when a body dies, like how long does it take for the organs to shut down? Like he was interested in the like interest intricacies of the human anatomy. Does that make sense? All right, let me just get onto it. So why couldn't he just like take a course at a community college? Well, he was in art school, and he dropped out. Well, maybe he should have switched his major to anatomy. Yeah, maybe. Let me see. <laughs> Right. And all of this could have been avoided. Okay, at 20 years old, that home that the naked guy ran. And so 1969, <laughs> when he was man. 20, when he was 20 <laughs> years old. Everything has a How I Met Your Mother reference. Yeah. I'm sorry, it does. And the naked man is friends. No, it's not. The naked man across the street? Yeah, ugly naked guy. That's friends. The naked man is a move that one of the guys oh, uses in How I Met Your Mother. True. That's true. When that's he just true. stands in your apartment naked, so he like you just have to have sex with him. That's right. All right, You're listen. Right. Two out you, of three. I you were afraid works two out of three times. All right, listen. So at he was sixteen, and he actually now this is really important. He watched the movie The Collector, which was a movie back in the day. I've never seen it. Is about a serial killer that basically collects shit. That's why he got the name Collector. Anyway, that movie left a very big impression on him. At the age of 18, he enrolled in the Kansas City Art School, but he dropped out because he got into drugs and he was selling amphetamines and he got busted and all this stuff. He started doing LSD, marijuana, drinking a lot. He began a work as a short order cook. And he actually, through his career, before he started murdering people... And torturing them in his basement. He was actually a chef. He he went from a short order cook to a very accomplished chef. And he would open up restaurants. And he did very well for himself. Hmm. Hmm. He was very Interesting. renowned for being a chef. And Berdella, I think, is Italian. Yeah. So it's... I mean, I'm not saying all Italians know how to cook. You know, but... A lot of Italian women know how to cook, yeah. But he actually did really well. I've been craving Italian food. I love Italian food. Now, he actually, he joined the local chef's association. Now, Nicole comes from a family of chefs, so I don't know anything about this. But I guess the chef association helps train future chefs, Hmm. stuff like that. Anyway, that was the 20s and 30s, 1970. Now, somewhere in there, 
he saved up enough money and he was always interested in like weird items, weird, like shrunken heads and all kinds of Ooh, weird like shit. The occult. Not the occult, but just like shit you would find in like Egypt. The hand of glory. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, like just weird shit, right? Taluses or talisman or whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. Weird trinkets and stuff. So he saved up enough money and he opened the Bob's Bazaar Bazaar. Oh, yeah. bizarre, bizarre. Yeah. So Bob's Alliteration. Was, yeah, so he actually opened his own little shop at his local flea market, and he quit his chef position, and he was actually making really good money at this new venture, huh. because he he's, would find these he's a really... for business. Well, yeah. he was, yeah, I mean, he's a weird dude. So picture this guy, this yeah, Ron he, Jeremy and Pablo Escobar yeah. creature. <coughs> <laughs> creature. <laughs> He is a creature. <laughs> so he, picture this guy. Go, you go into Bob's Bazaar Bazaar, and this guy with a porno mustache, he always wears Hawaiian t-shirts. Oh, my God. That makes it even better. Yeah, and, like, cargo shorts and shit. And Did like, he wear socks with the sandals, you think? He yeah, sounds like he probably. would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go to Bob's Bazaar Bazaar, and you can get all kinds of shit. I can just imagine heads. the commercials for that. <laughs> Come on down to Bob's Bazaar Bazaar <laughs> and see what type of bizarre things that you can find today. <laughs> it actually fits in really well. It's it's really hard to point this this serial killer out because he's so Check weird. out our shop of oddities. And you may find yourself in a strange situation this, later on. This is probably one of the weirdest. A bizarre situation. A bizarre situation. <laughs> this is probably one of the weirdest killers. I'm trying we've done. to think of some more alliteration. Bizarre um, being. Now, bizarre. He, around this time, he actually also became open with his homosexuality. Mm-hmm. 1981, he quits work as a cook and he. Takes his Bob Bazaar Bazaar full time. It's all he does, and he's making good money. I'm sorry to interrupt, but yeah. I just think it's really fun to say Bob Bazaar Bazaar. Bob Bazaar Bazaar. Bob Bazaar. I was thinking of the, the you know the BBB the Better Business yeah. Bureau. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, all right. So the first no male relationship he's had. Now he's 33 at the time. Was with an unstable Vietnam veteran, and that didn't last long. What do you mean by it didn't last long? Um, I, I guess the guy was just really unstable. I don't know. But they just broke one, up. They parted ways. Yeah, and they he parted lived. ways. They one parted lived. ways. Yeah. That's one, what I was trying to get at. Okay, so when me, when right before I was in college, um, one of our dogs passed away. This is when we were getting Jake. Before we got Jake, we actually, my dad brought home this other little dog and we named him Spencer um but come to find out Spencer was actually a girl and the, so we, my dad went to this guy in one, a town in Rhode Island and he was they had two dogs left they had the boy dog which I, he said he was saving for his friend and a girl dog and my dad was like I'll give you cash right now for the boy dog so they sent home the dog and they came like my dad and I was at work and I came home from work and no one was home my dad and sister were like Jen come to the porch like can you help us with these groceries? And I was like, okay. And then there was like this puppy on the porch. And it was so cute. And I love that little dog. And anyway, come to find out it was a girl dog. So my dad was pissed. My, my dad's a Vietnam vet. 
So we went to bring back the dog, and the guy was like, you paid for this dog, you signed a contract? He's like, yeah, under the premise that it was a boy dog. He's like, it's not my fault that, like, you thought that the girl dog was a boy. Like, that's not on me. Like, whatever. And oh, my, come on. My dad was like, listen, buddy, I'm an unstable Vietnam vet, and I can do some crazy shit. Like, he was, like, <laughs> screaming at the guy. But, like, essentially, we had to give... I was so sad. We had to give Spencer back. But my mom decided to call Spencer Honey, because once she found out it was a girl, she didn't like the name Spencer for the girl dog so she called her honey we had to give honey back but that's how we ended up getting jake it's mm. <laughs> quite the story it is i heard, heard that before i uh, yeah i hadn't t- told you that one yet so everyone knew bob Rodella is a good guy taking in homeless young male prostitutes and getting them right back on the right track now most of right the guys right. most of the guys that he at least started to help actually were success stories like he and he was recognized by the state as being a mentor and and they the state trusted him the state they, they would send him all these guys that are just out of prison or you know just troubled youth and drugs and they're people that he can take advantage of very easily so he probably recognized that yeah but i don't i don't know when exactly that clicked for him but it did and the first victim was when he was 35 years old this was 1984. His name was Jerry Howell. That was a troubled youth. Now, his torture only lasted two days. That's the first go around, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, you want him to last like five or six days, but sometimes you can't help when they die of asphyxiation. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, he was gagged too tightly and he basically choked to death. Well, now, this was his first victim. So he was very, he was into the BDSM aspect of yeah. sex. Let me skip forward and I'll cut this in because I want you guys to know what being at Bob Berdella's house is like. Oh, God. Okay. This is from Chris Bryson. Well, it's Bob's Bizarre Bizarre. Yeah. So I'm sure yeah. the only fucking weird shit. I bet he was like a hoarder. Chris Bryson, the guy that got away, he was actually found by Bob Berdella as he was driving by, stopped. And Berdella asked him, "Hey, do you want to you want to party with me?" Now this guy's a male prostitute. Want to party? I'm sorry if Bob Berdella, after seeing his picture, <laughs> he rolled up on me. and was like, "Hey, you want to come party with me?" I'd guy like, I'd be like, "No, sorry." Like, <laughs> it's well, cost he's you made, a lot He's more. a normal. He's like harmless looking dude. Ah, uh, he's not attractive. Yeah, I mean, granted, he's paying for sex. Yeah, so I guess. If somebody asks, says that, and you're being paid, I guess, like, you'd be like, all right, I guess. All right, so he's at his know. home. Now, Chris Bryson says this guy's home was a pigsty, man. It was shit everywhere. He had two big-ass Dobermans, and they were just barking, barking, barking. That was the last thing he remembers. Next thing he remembers, besides sitting on Bob Rodella's couch, was waking up naked, gagged, and tied up to Bob Rodella's bed. Oh. Here's the fun you have with Bob Rodella. Okay. Once you tie it up, you get tortured a little bit. You get slapped around. hmm Now, he's an experimenter. He wants to do stuff to your body. And uh, the whole time, he's keeping a detailed journal, which the police found, of this. You know, because like oh. a, a good chemist or a good scientist, they got to do precise measurements. But more importantly, you got you to gotta document the precise measurements of any experiment. So, for instance... Yeah, measure twice, cut once. Yeah, so for instance, let's say you're 
a chemist mindset and you take a syringe, you, you put, um, you fill the syringe with Drano and then you insert it into your victim's voice box. <gasps> um, you, 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 you're going to want to. Holy fuck. <laughs> what the shit? I forgot. I even forgot about Drano. I know. Yeah. Shit. You're going to want to write down wrong. how the measurement of the, the Drano that you use in the syringe. Oh and then you gosh. insert it right in their voice box. And then you write down, oh, he can still talk. He can still make sounds. So maybe I should insert some more. So you keep doing it until his voice starts to crackle and then fade away. That's a good experiment. It's called the scientific method. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> like, what the? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Um, um, we're just getting started here. Yeah. So, I mean, stuff, I mean, anything you can do at home with your just household cleaners. Like, for instance, you can take, uh, take some Q-tips, swoosh them around in some Clorox, and then rub it right on the pupils <gasps> of the victim's eyes. And you keep doing that, and eventually their sight will start blurring out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I take it that's what happened to our yeah, last that, victim. Oh, that's why it was blind. What the fuck? Um, um, oh, another thing wow. you can do if you're at home and you're bored and you have someone <laughs> locked up in your basement, you can take a car battery and put the little electrodes <gasps> Not not on his nipples, but on his testicles. Oh, my God. And then God. light that motherfucker up. <laughs> we got one per each, you know. Oh, my God. You just clip those things right on there, Jen, and <laughs> you start the generator. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Holy shit. Get her done. <laughs> yeah. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> Lauren, what the fuck is exactly, wrong with you? <laughs> exactly, Lauren. L- Lauren, we love you as a taco. <laughs> what the shit? Actually, let's, be, actually on, let's be honest, Lauren, you fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> I literally was like, this cannot be what she's talking about. She's got to be talking about someone more normal. <laughs> but Holy no. shit. Yeah, this is definitely oh not your, your run-of-the-mill yeah. serial killer. Nope, this is... Yeah. Pretty twisted. Now, oh. now he would testicles. He would sexually the assault. He would rape word. the victims. But that was Obviously. that was like a freaking pleasure cruise. Pleasure cruise <laughs> compared to all the other shit he stuffed up there, Sky including like uh, an iron pole and like a little daylight. Like a big screwdriver and an iron little Whoa. rod, you stuck it right up there. That's why it was bleeding all over and dripping, you know. Guess he would in his journal. He would try to like put how much pressure, you know. Why is he measuring his own psi? <laughs> oh my god! Heck? He's a scientist, okay? <laughs> no, Bob Bizarre Bizarre is just really fucking yeah. bizarre. <laughs> no. All right, so. The first victim, Jerry Howell. Now, this is when Bob Berdello was 35 years old. Cover my butt. (laughs) (laughs) 1984. His torture only lasted a few days. Now, he got the electrodes on the testicles and everything else. I don't know if he got the. Do you die immediately from that? Like, what What? happens? John, let's test it. (laughs) (laughs) That would just suck. He actually died of asphyxiation. So, I don't know. What ha- what kind of weird experiment he was doing? I think he did do the chloro the Drano in the voice box. Have you? Can you imagine putting Drano in someone's voice box? No. Also, how do you know where the voice box is? It's, I guess he just stuck it right up in the neck. Well, you have to. Th- there, you just feel a very around. Particular spot. You ask him to talk. Uh, yeah. And then wherever you have the vibration, that's where the that's where the voice box and is. And the, the Chris Bryson, we're gonna hear from later. 
Let me know when he talks. See if you can tell that his voice is. See, whenever I think about, like, I can't, like, that just, no, because, like, that reminds me of, like, doing, having to do a tracheotomy. Yeah. Like, uh, no. Yeah. No, I could never, 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 ever. Nope. Well, remember, I am so, so glad that I am not an athletic trainer right now. Like, my life could be totally, completely different. Like, I cannot deal with that shit. Nope. I think I fit right in with the counselors. Yeah. I'm learning about DSM-5. <laughs> Talking yeah. about murder. Yeah, you know. All right, let's hear from... Uh, All right. The one that got away. The one that got away. Oh, wait. Sorry, this is a thing on swastikas. <laughs> what else are you YouTubing? No, it's the because it reminded me a lot of the Nazi... Um, Experiment. Experimenters. All right. Go to patreon.com, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com, slash talkmurder to see the videos. And I'm also going to put it on talkmurder.com. Wow, 47 people reported missing from the area of 10th and McGee Streets between 1984 and 1988 have never been accounted for. So, shit, it could have been a lot more. Yeah, it could have been way up there. They only found six um, remains, though. Well, I could talk about the torture pretty much because, you know, I was uh, awake to most of that. At this one time when he uh, hooked these uh, tapers up to my testicles, and then, you know I was naked, and I'm, I'm not I'm not aware of what he was doing. He stepped back and he touched his wires together, and I flipped and flopped them all over the bed. Uh, that kind of woke me up. Oh he shot me. He was electrocuting me. I and then at the same time, he was uh, taking yeah. Polaroid pictures. And, uh, oh yeah, I want to say the police once they arrested Bob Berdella, they found. Over 200 Polaroid pictures. What? You know, though, do y'all know what Polaroids are? Yes. Yeah, of the... And some of them they couldn't even release to the public because the victims appeared to be dead, and they probably were dead oh in the gosh. photos. But I'll, I'll show you some if you guys, if you guys want to see them. Yeah, okay. He was done, and then he came immediately and put a, like a potato sack over my head and uh, kind of closed it like that. And so my hands were tied here and my feet were tied. And I breathed through my mouth, okay? And he already had a worse egg in my mouth and a, a piano water tied with piano water. And uh, that wasn't you know, an option at all, so I was more in this position. And uh, I was trying to rip the, the potato sack off, and he, uh, that's when he came in. And that's when he went and flew into it. He just uh, ripped that thing off, and he uh, came and jumped on my chest. He had an iron bar like that, and he just started, he was trying to just strike me in the head, and it seemed like it was for like five minutes. And, you know, I was like this, and, and he was trying to hit my head, and I was, more or less, I was reflecting him on with uh, my hands and stuff. That's old Bob Dilla. Yeah. So, so he was trying to keep these victims alive. Now, the first one, he didn't do a very good job at that. His name was Jerry, Jerry Howell. His torture lasted only two days. So what he did was he took him to the bathroom and put him like over the sink. Mm-hmm. And he he basically he hung him upside down by his ankles. Oh, my gosh. And then he slit the ankles. And, you know, the blood drains yeah. out just like that. Just like a cat, you know, the cattle butcher shops and stuff. They hang the cow. Yeah. So he was trying to get all the blood out. So all the blood drained down the sink. Now, 
with all of the victims, this was the M.O. of disposing the victims. Every one of them. The first one, Jerry Howell, drains all the blood, cuts them up, dismembers the entire body, puts them in trash bags, and then calmly and ever so carelessly walks out his front door and puts the trash bags (gasps) in the front of his lawn. And then the garbage men come and get him. What? (laughs) The garbage men unknowingly disposed of at least six victims in garbage bags sitting in the front of his lawn. He didn't even try to to do anything more than that. He just literally put them in garbage bags and threw them outside. That's awful. Number one, (laughs) number two, like what, he must have timed that perfectly with the with the garbage because imagine like if like a dog yeah. walking by like or yeah, an animal raccoon or anything like that like wow yeah yeah seriously now I he, wonder if he did time his deaths like the the like okay trash day is tomorrow time yeah. to, time to go now I want to say Barbara Deller was really respected in the community remember everyone thought he was taking in these troubled youths. And yeah, they don't see these troubled youths anymore. They think they may have because been... he's killing them. Well, they didn't know that. <laughs> but I do want to point out he's that taking them in and throwing them out. Yeah, that Bob Rodello hosted a bunch of, and he joined multiple local crime prevention groups oh, during this time, and he also hosted a bunch of cookouts during no. the time of dismembering these bodies. <gasps> I'm just saying. And he, he would always have the best chili on the block. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh my God. I'm not saying there are any humans in there. But you eat Bob Berdella's chili, man, that's some good finger-licking chili. Finger-licking Oh. Ch- <laughs> no. You think he... Oh, oh shit. And I'm not hungry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me go through all these victims. So, 1984, he killed Jerry Howell... Now, he would sedate these victims with animal tranquilizers. Then once they get good and passed out, he would tie them up, start the torture routine where he kept copious journals and notes about how much Drano he's injecting in their voice boxes and how much Clorox he's spreading around their eyeballs. Howell died from asphyxiation from a a plastic bag, like I said. April 10th, 1985, so about a year later, when he was 35 years old, he met Robert Shelton. And he at this time he was like, All right, I the other guy only lasted two days. My intention is to keep this guy alive so I can, you know, have longer to you know, with a human body or whatever. Right. April eleventh, he said, No, nah, I don't want to keep him anymore. Okay. <laughs> April twelfth, Shelton got drunk because Bob Rodella would give him liquor and stuff and cigarettes, try to keep their morale up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Shelton got drunk. April 12th, which is two days later after he first got captured. And he decided, okay, I'll keep him. I am going to keep him. So he drugged him with more sedatives and tranquilizers. And then killed him. Bound him and gagged him, sodomized him with large objects, and then tortured him repeatedly for days. April 15th, he finally dies. He suffocated Sheldon with a plastic bag. Now, it wasn't really his fault. And he would probably stay alive a lot longer, but there were workers that were coming to work on his roof. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you can't have someone, you can't have a male 
bound and tied up. I mean, have you ever? No, got, that's just a bad. Has that look. ever happened to you guys? Like someone's coming to do yard work and it's like shit, man. Well, gotta kill the guy. Exactly. Else. So now he placed that body in the bathtub and cut it up, garbage bags at the curb. Now at this time, the second victim, he actually kept the head and he buried it in his backyard. And it was kind of the first time he actually kept a souvenir or something from the victim. June 22nd, 1985, the next victim, Mark Wallace, who was helping Bob Burdella do some yard work, mm-hmm. they struck up a conversation. Next thing he knows, he's he's gagged, bound, naked, and tied to Bob Burdella's bed. Now, he was only tortured for several hours until he passed away. Um, and the funny thing is that they all were drained of blood, dismembered, and then left at the curb for the trashman to pick up. June 5th, 1987, he bailed out an old-timey friend, Larry Pearson, who was in prison at the time, and he invited him to live at his house for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, that was June 5th, 1987. June 23rd, Larry Pearson was drugged and tortured for the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. August 5th, just a month after he bailed him out, Berdella goes to the hospital because Pearson bit off the tip of his penis. Oh! <laughs> Shit. Oh! So he yeah. had to get his penis reattached. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> and I got the doctor talking about that. Oh, yes. We need to watch that clip, that's for sure. In the 80s, uh... Within about a- this is the doctor that reattached Bob Berdella's oh penis. Three-year period, he had uh, been in the emergency room at Truman on several occasions to have the head of his penis reattached. <gasps> several occasions. It's easy to reattach. You know, you can. It's easy to reattach. Maybe some of the blood vessels, you know, but the nerve endings may not grow through again, so they may not have the same kind of sensation. You know, so it's just. Um, it's just dead at the tip, I would think, at least after two or three tries of this. Oh, my God. And <laughs> so, like I said, tries. it always made me very curious oh my God. that perhaps the kinds of things that he had done to these young men were not so much about uh, lust or sexual sensation as they were simply about power. Can you just because imagine? Yeah, that kind oh of feeling left like- on his penis. Hey, Dr. Barry. Oh, hey, Bob, what's going on today? Oh, you know, I just had my penis bit off again. Again, Bob, that's the sixth time this month. Like, (laughs) oh my God. Like, can you, what do you do? Are you, like, holding it in his hand? Like, help me. Like, what? (laughs) Look what I got, guys. Like, yeah, that's a weird case. You bring Um, it in, like, in a plastic baggie? Like, so that was, uh, that was August 5th. That he got his penis reattached. Now, August 7th, he gets home from the hospital and he disposed of Pearson. He kills Pearson. And then he takes his head and he replaces Sheldon's head in the backyard, the previous head, with the new Pearson head. And he takes Sheldon's head, which is a skull now, you know, and he puts it in his home, like on the mantle. (laughs) Like one of his shrunken heads, like in his shop. You know what that kind of reminds me of? Hmm. Like when they, like with growing up when they said, like, if you ever got one of your teeth knocked out, it's like put it in milk and get to a dentist right away. No, I've not heard that. Really? No. No, the police had a. Preserves the tooth? Yeah. 
The police had a field day. Obviously, they were digging up skulls like crazy. Um, all in all, of course, Bob was arrested April 2nd as soon as that naked guy with the dog collar, yeah. you know, rats him out. His end, yep. Okay, he was accused at first at seven counts of sodomy, one count of felonious restraint, and one count of first-degree assault. They set a bail at 500000 but he was... Eventually tried of all these murders and convicted guilty of they all these murders. They just got him with what they Yeah, they got him with they Yeah, and they dug up all the skulls. Now, this is really interesting. One of Wait, the... Wait, hang on. So, to go back to the skull thing. So, when you said that he, earlier, he dismembered the bot, he dismembered everything but the... And throughout everything Yeah, he basically the cut skulls. the head out. He cut the head cut off the head and then buried it. Buried it in yeah. the backyard. Yeah. So, he had all the heads. No, just of two. They only found... Huh. They only found two skulls. And eventually he was just like, oh, all right, I'm done with this one. I'll throw this yeah, one. most of them were just, they were just throwing them in Got the trash it. bag. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't even, I can't even fathom. Yeah. So he was sent to Jefferson City, Missouri to serve the rest of his life in a penitentiary. Let me see what else I got. Um, now, it's really weird. One of the victims, the mother actually gets awarded a record Five billion dollars. Wow. What? Now it was main that he's not worth that much. Billion obviously. with a B. Billion with a B. Now that was mainly so Berdella can never profit from his crimes, you know, by selling a story and stuff like that. So any any income would go to her. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she didn't. He's not worth that much. But it was is really interesting that that they awarded because she asked for like two billion and they gave her five. Wow. Like the jury decided that or some. Some crazy. Wow, that's wild. how does that work? Do, do you get it right off the bat, or they have to keep paying you until they, you get that money? Yeah. What happens gotta, if What happens if they? I mean, die they, they you get repossess it? all your stuff and try to sell it all auctions. Bob's bizarre, and stuff like. bizarre. Yeah. I mean, look at Todd Kohat. They sold his land. They auctioned all his stuff off. Yeah. So that is no. Actually, when they sent him to prison, he served his time in solitary confinement because of all the threats. He, I mean, everyone wanted to kill him, obviously. Plus, he was not very easy to get along with. He was actually a real train wreck. Here's him talking right now. To the murder of six young men in this city and crimes that uh, horrified the city and much of the country. You've confessed to, in various degrees, felonious restraint, drugging people, sexually abusing them, torturing them killing them, dismembering them. And until now, you've uh, refused all interviews. So in light of all those facts, I have to ask you, uh, why are you here? What is it you have to say to us? What is it you want to say about yourself in this case? Well, I've had the media clamoring to get interviews with me. And after I made my last pleas, I wanted to get at least part of my side of it out I found it very hard to find any way to do that in Kansas City. The media has so biased my case. I wonder why. Portraying me as being non-human and their motivation is no separate from what the way I treated my victims. I treated them as something less than human. Nothing more than a play toy or a play object. This is what the media has done to me. It's dehumanized me so that it can believe, along with the public, that things Ooh. like human sacrifice, 
set Satanism, demonic practices, are more believable than me being the neighbor next door reached a point in his life where he could do monstrous acts. That's not the same thing as being a monster. First came into jail at the Fox radio. Anyway, well, that's uh, that's my story on Bob Berdella, Bob's huh. Bizarre Bizarre. That is for our Taco Supremo, Lauren. Lauren, I really hope you enjoyed this story and let me know what you think. Well, as always, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Talk Murder to Me. We'll catch you on next Taco Tuesday. But it definitely like has that it. sunny Have you ever watched the Chappelle show? Where it, the commercial, <laughs> he's, James, like, bitch. he's like the kids, you know, the old commercial where they're running in and, and they... Like from soccer, and yeah. they open the fridge, and there's Sunny D. Yeah. He's like, I'll grab the Sunny D. And there's one black kid's like, I want that purple stuff. <laughs> 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 the, the, the great tree. <laughs> can, oh we, can we watch that? Yeah, clip yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> watch the black kids in the back. You ever see that commercial? And look at that black kid. He'd be like, I want that purple stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we Founders Brewing Company has found a way to make an IPA you can enjoy anytime that's perfect for any occasion with their all-day IPA. At 4.7 ABV, you can still taste the hops, of course, but it's the complex array of malts and grains that make all-day IPA a beer that will grab your attention. That full flavor and low ABV is what continues to make it a staple in my fridge. Look for Founders in your favorite beer store or check out their full line of beer at foundersbrewing.com. Founders Brewing Company, born and brewed in Michigan since 1997. Better Banking is opening your new first Commonwealth Bank personal checking account with our online account recommendation tool and being entered to win wireless earbuds. First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. Visit fcbanking.com for details.